My stepdad is threatening eviction the day I turn 18, but there's something he doesn't know. You know, uh, he's building character. You know, time to spread your wings and fly. Doesn't matter that you're my my son. Get out there. Be homeless. gotta leave the nest someday. Hey, a baby bird leaves the nest when it's a couple weeks old. You've got 18 years to leave the nest. Your sorry ass is still on the couch. Come, Come on. on, we got we get push you off the cliff and let you and let you spread your wings, yes, baby. Spread those wings, baby. Get out into the real world. Yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Let's do it. I'll be 18 in a couple of months. My stepfather of five years gave me the heads up that I need to start paying a fair rent to continue living in the house after I turn 18. Hmm. The house we currently live in belonged to my dad who died when I was six. My mom and dad were never married and I inherited the house and my mom and I lived here. And then my stepfather moved in after they got married. Hold up. Hold Hold up. Stepdad wants OP to pay rent and the house that OP owns. (laughs) Yup. All right. uh, Let's keep going. (laughs) It's your house. Pay me my money. (laughs) <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> love it looks like my stepfather was under the impression that my mom owns the house i uh, told him ooh. that it's not happening as i own the house <laughs> it's, it's like undercover boss yeah. i am the boss <laughs> he's wearing a mask that's like a, fi- a mask of his actual face he's like yeah. it's me i am the house <laughs> it's me mario okay <laughs> He laughed at me and didn't believe it. (laughs) I talked to my mom and she confirmed that she never told him that I own the house. And now he knows the truth that I'm a big balling ass bitch. Let's go. Oh yeah. Oh, it's actually like pretty, pretty, I mean, it's pretty hype that OP owns a house at 18. Um, Not hype that, OP's dad is dead. The circumstances are not but, great. Yeah, you but know, you, you know, not, you win some and you lose some. <laughs> dad <laughs> dies <laughs> free house. <laughs> tomato, um, tomato. <laughs> so the reality is, he believed it was completely fair to ask me to pay rent when he didn't know I own the house. So it's only fair that I ask him to pay rent now. Ooh, ooh, how do you like that, Daddy? Yo, oh, that's actually so funny, dude. It's it's so good. (laughs) Last night, I gave them the heads up that if they continue planning to live here after I turn 18, that's fine with me, but they need to start paying rent. (laughs) Let's go, baby. That is the funniest like reverse Uno card I've ever seen played. I love love those reverse Uno cards. Just dish it right back to him. My stepfather believes this is unfair as it's a sudden change and he needs more time. And that I'm being heartless because you don't do this to family. Where was all this family family when you were talking to me, huh? Not to family. It's family. Well, he was prepared to do this to me. So what's the difference? I don't see no difference. Come on. He said he did it to help me gain independence and prepare me for an adult life. And that's part of growing up. Whereas I'm doing it out of spite. I told him that if I need to pay rent to learn to be an adult, then what does that make him living here? Red free. 
Oh, bro. OP's just got all the comebacks just locked Yo. and loaded. They've been Low waiting. Like, like when, waiting. when the stepdad was like, oh, like, I guess I see his point. And then OP was like, nope, that's a better point. OP's got <laughs> it on lock, bro. On lock. Um, he told me I'm out of line and the conversation ended. My mom believes that I made a mistake asking him to pay rent and that I'm being spiteful and it's wrong of me to push for this as it will result in our family being torn apart. Am I the a-hole here? Hmm. I mean, okay, okay, okay. So give it to me, John. Give it to me. I will say that like... I, I, I love the fact that OP served the just desserts, right? Oh but yeah, those desserts. Sweet. Mm. But I also mm. do get where it's like, there's probably a point where it's like, okay, like I, I just wanted, I wanted to teach you a lesson not to yeah. like do that to, to, you know, a kid, me or whatever. And then be yeah. like, okay, like, well, it's not, that's not actually the scenario. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Well, I think, um, I, I actually think like the stepdad was probably trying to be, I think it's a very like old kind of like an old school, tough love, uh, kind of idea to be like, yo, once you turn 18, you're an adult now and you got to kind of do things to yourself. Um, and so I do actually think he's telling the truth where he's like, Hey, I was just trying to, you know, help you spread your wings, get out of the nest um, by saying, you know, you got to start paying rent. Like this is a way for you to start proving you're an adult. Um, Not, you know, and the stepdad didn't know the actual situation that OP owns the house. Um, So I feel like it actually might have been coming from an okay place. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a fair point. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I just think of like, like, you know, my parents probably could have paid for my, my college at, for at UCLA. Um, but they made me pay like half. Right. Um, uh, that's how you do it. You got to just yeah. work, work it out with them where they're still, well, you're like, still it was, getting, you know, skin in the game. You like basically skin like in I the think game. The, that, yeah. Exactly. You just want skin in the game. You don't want like I, I've, there, I've had, there was kids I went to high school with that like are completely living off their parents still. Um, yeah. And I think that's not healthy. So I understand where that can be coming from. Um, that being said, like it is OP's house. Uh, the stepdad is it. living there rent free. Yeah, he is. I mean, it's pay up, baby. I don't think it's the craziest thing for OP to ask for a little rent or at yeah. least for all like the property taxes or like the mortgage. Or, so true. I don't even know there's a mortgage. So true. Like, there's pro- like, yeah, there's probably at a minimum, there's bills. like HOA taxes, like uh, uh, utilities, like water. Yeah. Like there's definitely things that OP will probably have to pay now. And OP's like, I just graduated high school. Like I need some income. I need some and income. I, Oh, no. you know, what'd be really funny is, is if OP was like, you could live here, but I'm Airbnb your room. So you have to sleep on the couch or something like that. That would actually be Loki, like more well, hilarious. OP, OP could do that. They, like OP could like uh, put it on Airbnb, you know, like, like that would be so crazy. Of money, you know, man, because also the other thing too, the problem here is that like OP kind of also has to kick out his mom. So it's yeah. like, you know, but uh, 
I don't know. I am a little more torn on this one. Um, yeah, I, I, I do actually, see. I don't think yeah. stepdad. I don't. I don't think the stepdad's being like a dick necessarily. Like, like not hundred percent. Not hundred percent. Yeah, he, he might, might not, not have, been. have been. He totally could be. Totally could be. But I he, yeah. like. I could see the intention, like tough love kind of deal. Um, but uh, I feel like the person who's not at fault here is the mom. Or at least that's no, what it the, seems. Yeah, like, the mom, the mom is, told the stepdad to give like. OP she should have told him to. though. Yeah. She should have told. I mean, I could see a scenario where it never came up. Like, I mean, that's kind of oh, like actually, a random no. thing. Oh, wait, wait, I, t- I take that back. I take that back. The mom is totally the a-hole for not saying the, like for lying about the she, whole house situation. She absolutely should have, should have, should have told him. Like, I, I know it's like a random weird thing to bring yeah. up, but there has to, be, when he said that, that's when she should have told him if she hadn't told him already. Yeah. I actually think like the only person sure. who is definitely the a-hole is the mom. <laughs> for lying. <laughs> like, Loki. Yeah. yeah, I just, I, I know, I totally flip flop, but I, I actually yeah. think that's the only person that's a hole. I don't know, but I, what, I what do you think you. about? Uh, this is, this is kind of like you know going into a different area, but like, uh, in terms of just that tough love, like once you're, I think eighteen is a little bit early, but maybe for working at eighteen makes sense. But like, um, like after college, for example, like. If you're going to come home, fine, you know, you, you can, but you got to yeah. start getting a job and paying rent. Or uh, if you're not going to college, like uh, you can stay home, but you have to, you know, pay rent and, and get a job. Like, what do you think about those kind of familial rules and yeah. pushing someone to like go achieve in the world? Cause I, I can, I can see if you don't do that, maybe a kid getting complacent, you know? Yeah. Cause for me also, I'm a little crazy cause I left at 17. So I low key yeah, would John's like, a fucking badass, bro. <laughs> I would want my kid to kind of do the same, but also like hold myself back a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think, and here's, you think I if think you with, with your, your college setup, like, like initially did your, were your parents going to pay for your housing and no. stuff? So no. So I, I basically told them I didn't want them to, they, they definitely ended up bailing me out when I ran out of money twice. Cause I literally, I was paying my rent on credit card at one point, which is not smart cash advance on a credit Damn. card. Bad idea. Damn, but, uh, uh boy. yeah, I was risking the biscuit. Um, but, um, which like, I, it's not like I had to do that. It's I'm just, I was just very stubborn and that I did not want their help. And also because of moving to California to be a California resident for tuition purposes, you have to be completely self-funded for two years before they're considering you for residency for college tuition. So they would have mm. had audited my financials and seen them paying for stuff. Um, so like they couldn't anyway. So, uh, yeah, I was very like, like, no, I had, I had saved up like I had saved up like every penny. So I had like 10 grand when I left. Um, but I ran out of that money super fast, super sure, fast. I, I mean, living so, in SF. So like, Oh, it's bad. Do you think it was good for you to like, kind of like ha- uh, 100%. not have the safety net, even though, you know, you eventually have to fall back on the safety net. But yeah. Like, like it's basically as cl- like, it's honestly, I think the perfect situation. Cause like in all, in reality, I was never at true risk of like anything serious. Um, mm-hmm. But I learned the lessons that like uh, doing a gritty thing, 
like gives you essentially some of the lessons. Mm -hmm. So like, I thought that was very good for my development, but I also don't know that I would like necessarily want my, and I didn't tell my parents any of that, of course, in the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know if I want my own child going through that, but also at the same time, I would want them to, I, it was, I think I gained a lot of perspective very quickly. So I would mm. like them to, I don't know. I think it's just a plan. If they're like, Hey, I want to be, yeah. I want to be like an artist. Like I'm a painter and I want to be a painter. And I know it doesn't make a lot of money. Like, and I want to go study under this person and like not make a bunch of money, but like, like apprentice for like a year or two. Cause like, that's where I see my future. I'd be like, all right, like go for a year. I'll, I'll pay your basic, whatever, like no frills, but like, I'll make sure you, you're not like on the streets. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah. That's I think as long as there's like a passion there, you know, like as long as they're not just bumming yes. around and they're, yes, they're yes, like yes. working towards something of substance. Um, yeah. I, I, but like, I, I don't think the stepdad did it in the right way, but I like, that's kind of like the old, like, you know, hard, maybe like, maybe this is like a more, more of a Southern thing or something where yeah. it's like, you know, you, after 18, you're out on your own. Um, and, uh, I, I can, I can see uh, that, that coming from a good place, but I just say, yeah, I don't, I, I, like you said, I don't think it was, I think it should come from a place of like having a plan and like helping yeah. your kid out to find that plan rather than like, you know, uh, at 18 you're fucked. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know? Actually recently, um, someone on our team told me that there was a, a, a 16 year old that they know that wants to drop out of high school to like work with them on like YouTube videos. I wow. definitely encourage people to drop out of college, not quite high school, but also yeah. that's actually great because that person is literally going to be so far ahead of the game by the time they're like 25. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, I so, think having a focus is really good. Yes. I think uh, if you're not going to go to college, put yourself in social situations where you can develop you know, too. Yeah. Cause I think that what college gave me and it seems like what Silicon Valley gave you is just like as, as super, uh, social environment, or at least the, maybe the ABC family show, like <laughs> gave you that too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you had, you had to like, you, you had to socialize. And I think that's like really important for, um, development. My husband openly brags to me and the kids about how many women throw themselves at him. Okay, OP. This is okay, OP. I'm Samuel Donner. And I'm John Fry. And John, uh, people have been making fun of me recently. They because have. It's they, not acceptable. Yeah, it's kind of rude. I feel bad. They said that my camera is so zoomed in <laughs> that they can see the back of my throat. And if you could see the back of my throat, you would understand that I don't have any tonsils because I got them taken out when I was like five. They're honestly, I think they're just jealous of your your good oral hygiene. Yeah. And yeah. maybe they have inflamed the tonsils. Oral <laughs> the best oral. <laughs> maybe it's just a no bunch. No one of has better oral. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. <laughs> oral hygiene, that is. Hygiene. Uh, let's, let's keep oral. it clean, guys. Let's keep hygiene. it clean. <laughs> That's how we do it. All right. Um, and with that, and with that, all right, John, I got a story. I got oh, a story. Hit me with it, baby. All right. My husband openly brags to me and the kids about how many women throw themselves at him. 
kind of something you don't want to uh, to brag about. Yeah, I don't know if you're like, kids, you wouldn't believe the dive that was trying to... <laughs> the broads that are just... <laughs> that was just throwing themselves. I could have twisted every nipple within a mile radius of this house, but I don't. Maybe we just use all the like kids. 1950s terms to describe like there was a bunch of broads just bunch throwing of- themselves. <laughs> Couldn't stop them, you know? Uh, I, I was about to I was about to do more 1950s stuff, but then I was just like, okay, this is getting it will get sexist very quick. Oh, that's true. I got I got one though. All right, uh, there's uh, broads throwing themselves at me like Dwight Eisenhower throwing roads on the interstate. Wow, that wow. See, wow, 1950s historical, historical reference. I'm, and no one is offended. I'm very impressed. That's like the one thing I remember from uh, AP US history, which was like he invested very heavily in the road infrastructure. Just like this, this dad's investing in <laughs> these broads. <laughs> in investing <Bochi>. is, is <laughs> salami. <laughs> Uh, Prime salami service. Mm, Yummy, yummy. All right. My husband and I are expats in a country where the average household considers themselves lucky to make $2,000 to $3,000 a year. So we're talking. Wow. Where are they living? Probably like, I don't know, like South America. I mean, yeah, that's that's Africa. Low, low. For the purpose. uh, I know. And just just for for reference, like that covers like two months rent. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. If you're lucky. If you got a deal. Yeah. Sam is the king of deals. I, I, I try. I try. I'm like the the joker of deals for the purpose of not giving too much identifying information out i will be referring to the country as country e yugoslavia eureka you figured it out no i'm just i'm I'm just trying to find (laughs) i was like wow that was e countries but yugoslavia is is not an e country i was about to say you should go on um, country country that begins with e country that begins estonia no estonia is pretty wealthy i feel like yeah i don't know if it's el salvador el salvador maybe el salvador country e el salvador two and a half years ago my husband who works in finance was promoted to a position in which he could finally have the compensation authority and projects that he always dreamed of nice the downside was the position would be in the company's headquarters in another country. And basically, it required us to move away from our families and our friends. But I was so excited for my husband and our kids, 15 female and 10 male, were so happy about experiencing another culture as well as supporting their dad that we urged my husband to take the position. So everyone's on board. Yeah, it sounds like like, an adventure, family adventure. Family adventure, you're making more money in an exotic location. Sounds good. What could go wrong? Because they were telling my husband they wanted to see him there as soon as as possible ASAP, we agreed that he would go settle in and we would fly over around two months later. It seems that the moment his plane took off towards country E marked the beginning of the end of all his feelings of respect and appreciation for me and the kids. Oh God. Things are going downhill. After just two months apart, I could sense a drastic change in my husband. He went from calling me and the kids every day to every other day and then reducing communication just to text. At first, I thought he was just busy settling in, but the night before we went to fly out, he video chatted us and the kids asked him why he seemed disappointed that they were coming, which is not oh, what you want. That's awful. He said that they were just imagining things and it was just how his face looked on camera, which, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. but we'll, maybe. See. we'll, we'll see. see. As we settled into our new home, he shot us pretty resentful looks and continuously snapped at me not to touch this or that. Like most expats, we live in a home that was miles grander and showier than we could ever get back home. And with a lot of stuff like a company car and housekeeping services paid for by the company. And my husband had money to burn and started having ridiculously high expectations about how we were dressed and how we looked. He bought himself loads of designer watches with his fellow corporate masters of the universe. 
Universe friends and spent lavishly at restaurants and bars on the company tab. He also invested quite a bit of our money in real estate here since the government is pushing for foreign investors to invest, even adopting a more liberal outward rhetoric in order to be more appealing to the West. The country we live in has extreme wealth disparities, most of it, unfortunately, not held by locals. There is a center city where all the high-end stores, hotels, and clubs, and restaurants are, and then there are some homes in the country as well. And despite the fact that this country is technically conservative, escorting is rampant and is an outgrowth of the generally desperate economic straits of families and the the fact that it is obvious who has money and therefore where to go and who to target. Yikes. So basically a bunch of escorts are going to the city center to drum up some business. Try to feed the family. These Western folk. Oof, yikes. Escorts are apparently and basically everywhere in the area we live where there are restaurants or bars or entertainment. When men see dressed up local women in pairs roaming around an establishment, they just assume they're escorts. And 90% of the time, they're right. Oh, man. God. An expat friend once asked a woman who approached him in a bar what she did for a living. And she said, what does it look like I do for a living? I see. <laughs> my husband then started criticizing my appearance a lot. And when we'd go out, he'd ask if I ever considered wearing my hair like woman A, B, or C. Or we'll go out to eat as a family and he will ignore what the kids are saying and just stare at different women. Which is just disrespectful, man. Absolutely. Like, keep your eyes on your food or your wife. Or your kids. Or your kids. Kids, yeah. When his friends come over, my husband always brags in front of me about the women that approached him, not just at bars, but he also brags about how local women who work in the office with him are also exceptionally engaging. He even got pretty aggressive when we were hooking up and wanted to choke me and pee on me. This is getting dark. This is getting dark. When we tried some more intense stuff, he pulled my hair hard enough to draw blood. And when I said I didn't want to do it anymore, he started screaming that a bunch of women who look exactly like his type would be eager to do it all and more for less than I spend on dinner. Jeez. God. Oh, jeez. I'm not having fun. My daughter found a bunch of contacts on his phone that blew up his phone with flirty messages on WhatsApp. And instead of at least pretending to be ashamed for her daughter's sake, he went, well, at least your dad's still attractive. How is that supposed to make a kid feel better? Like yeah, I... It's like you're cheating on mom and it's like your dad's got some pretty good looks. At least that's eh? still good looking. No, no, that's not how you handle it. And then it turned into a diatribe about how he had to give out the number to one woman because she looked close to tears when he tried to pull away, which likely story, bro. While most women are respectful when a man is with his wife and or family, sometimes it happens where we're at restaurants and hotels and my husband is just like a regular there for dinner. And then women who I assume are also regulars will disregard my presence and give me scornful once-overs. When we were out as a family and my husband sees a woman give his attire an approving once-over, he will smile flirtatiously back and seem to bask in the glow and not pay any attention to me or the kids. And it's like, these are people who just want your money. Like, yeah, bro. This has nothing, nothing to, to do, do with, with your you. Looks. Nothing at all. They're just trying to milk you for all it's worth. Moo. Moo, moo. I've been to support groups and have been told to let it wear off because many other wives have experienced their husbands being drunk on attention. Also, what kind of support group yeah, well, is that? That's it's like, terrible support. It's your fault. Just the boys will be boys. Husbands will be husbands. Who's giving this support? Yeah, this is terrible, terrible support. support. Join the OKOP support group. Yeah, yeah. We'll give you better support than freaking whatever you're getting. But my husband seems to be getting more and more obsessed with the attention. My son is young, but he has gone from half 
happy-go-lucky to glaring at his father and whoever he is smiling at. My husband and I have tried to communicate, but everything turns into my fault. I do not appreciate his contributions enough. He says I don't appreciate his contributions enough when I disagree with him, saying the kids don't need to learn how to do laundry because the housekeeper will do it for them. I also don't appreciate him when he continually asks to hook up for the third time in a night. I do not appreciate him when I move the furniture from how he organized it or when I disagree with him on anything. I started tracking our banking information and found out that he made numerous large withdrawals. He denied vehemently that he was seeing escorts and said I seemed jealous and had something against people who escorts. Like, I don't use escorts, but how dare you judge people who use escorts? I don't use them, but you shouldn't judge them. Oh, man. I told him that to the contrary, I feel bad for people who need to put their lives and health at risk like this and that these people don't have any forms of government assistance. We had a big fight that night and I went to stay with a friend for the night to cool off. When I came back home, he glared at me and said, oh, you're back. What if I don't want you here anymore? Excuse me? Rude. Excuse me? Rude. I do not know what to do. My support group keeps telling me that he will get off his power trip, but if I leave him, I will likely lose any assets I have here. My kids obviously still have school and love their classmates. I need any advice on how to save my marriage or how to get my husband to stop thinking that I am not enough for him when I haven't changed from when we were not expats. While he respected and appreciated me back at home, he scorns me here. What should I do? Wow. I mean... God, what a... Bro, the post says it all. Break up with him. Yes. Leave with the kids. Get yes. a divorce. Yeah. God, he, like, Run far, far away. He's treating you like garbage. Like he's no. not doing anything at all. Yeah. And, and it's and also it's like it's just so clear his behavior before and after. So it's like something there made him change. And I think we all have a pretty good idea of what that was. Yeah. Escorts. Yep. <laughs> um, but man, run for the hills, bro. Just like OP... You deserve better. Absolutely. And you know where our listeners should run to, Samuel? Oh, they should run to the OKOP support group, otherwise known as the subscribe button on hey. YouTube, the follow button on Spotify, and the follow button on TikTok. Make sure to support us wherever you can. And then I'd also like to give a special shout out to our very, like, like our growing Patreon base. Um, we really appreciate you. Absolutely. We have. Ooh. We have another. We have a new one as of today. Ayo. We have the OG Scott Squad: Kathy Quigley, Keegan Simmons, Desiree Canterbury, Connor Van Baron, Nina Campbell, and newest addition Will Combs. Will Combs. If you guys want to shout out at the end of the episode, you know what to do. Join yeah. the Patreon. Link is in the bio. Please help us make more things. Yes. This is great. This is our pride and joy. Yes, it is. Our lovely love message. Yes. To you. Very lovely. Lovely, lovely. Double the lovely. Double the lovely. <laughs> and we'll see you guys next time. Oh, God, I'm in pain. Oh, no, doctor. Is there anything we can do to save our boy, John? He needs five cc's of Spotify review stars. Stat. There's only one way we can do that. You, listening right now, go to OKOP's profile page, click about, then rate it five stars. We're losing him. I'm so sorry your podcasters are dead. But now, now we're, we're ghosts. ghosts. Rate us five stars or we'll haunt you forever. Do it.